Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Do you know that God's word has the ability to make you what it talks about? As you listen to this sermon by Tikatoni, it is our prayer that you will filled with faith, hope, and love. God bless you. So Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. Here's the Bible. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. First thing you do is to open a Bible before you take notes. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. I have a Bible there. Why are you not using it? Romans 1, 16 and 17. If you're there, say amen. amen. Okay, I'm waiting for everybody to get there. Romans, 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 chapter 1. Do you know where Romans is? After Acts is Romans. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. Are you there? What does it say? Who's reading it? One person can stand up and read it. Romans 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, um, I'll, I'll actually like it to be read in the King James. And it says like this. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation first for the Jews and then for the Gentiles for in it that's verse 17 the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith is that true yes Yes. as it is written verse 18 the just shall live by faith. Praise the Lord. Now look at that. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Now, you you may be thinking I want to talk about that, but that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk to you about faith's greatest secret, the greatest secret of faith that I have ever known. And everywhere that I've ever, ever been before, every place that I've ever traveled to, I've always seen that thing at work. I've always seen that faith at work. That faith's greatest secret. And that's something that if you learn it today, God is going to give you the right response to his word. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. We open our Bibles here. Everybody is opening their Bibles. Everybody open your Bible. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Help him if he doesn't know where. Always help. Hebrews 11, verse 6. What does it say? For without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. What does your version say, Joseph? So you are, it is possible to please God. Wow. Everyone wants to come to Yes. 
must live yes. Praise the Lord. So without faith, it is what? Impossible. It is what? Impossible. Again? Impossible. Now, think about that. When you say something is impossible, what does it mean? When you say something is impossible, what do you mean? When you say something is impossible, yes. That it is good. Hmm, are you sure? <laughs> That's the newest definition I've heard. And it's a good attempt. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. Now you see, we need people like Joseph. Because when we have people like Joseph around us, we are sure that we'll always learn. Is it not true? Yes, it's true. Yes. Now, those of you who are laughing, it's because you are happy. And I want to know what it's impossible means from somebody. What does the word impossible mean? Impossible. My friend, what's your name? Again? Endurance. Endurance. Do you know the meaning of impossible? When you say something is impossible, I'm sure, I'm sure you've said it before. Impossible. What does it mean? You don't know? You, okay. Thank you for trying. I don't know. It's also one of the meanings of impossible. So the first meaning of impossible was what? Good. It is good. <laughs> the second meaning of impossible is what? I don't know. Now, let us, let us see. So let us go and add that to the scripture now. Verse 6. Without faith, it is good to please God. <laughs> is that, do you, do you, what do you think? Without faith, it is good to please God. Meaning that God will be happy when we don't have faith. <laughs> it's good. Joseph, what do you think? Do you think it's, it agrees? It's some, oh, it still agrees. Yes, yeah, so you see, God will be happy if you don't have faith. But that's not what the Bible tells us. So let's see. That's also something to learn. Alright? Every mistake is for your blessing. So that you also can know what God is saying to you. Now, without faith, I don't know to please God. Also, in a, in a way, right? Like without faith, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? It agrees. So our friend endurance has helped us endure with a new word. I don't know without faith to please God. So, who can tell me another meaning for impossible? Impossible. In, yes, impossible. Not a chance. Not a chance. Without faith, there is not a there is not a chance that we can please God. Is that true? Without faith, there is not a chance that we can please God. Another word for impossible. Yes. Without faith, it cannot happen. It is not possible that we can please God. In other words, so if you came here dressed nice, will God be pleased with you? If you came here with a nice shoe, will God be pleased with you? What does it mean to please somebody? Have you ever tried to please somebody before? Have you tried to please someone? Have you tried before, Joseph? 
Have you tried to please someone before? Have you tried to please someone before? I think we have all tried to please someone before. The first set of people we've tried to please before are the people we live with. Anybody you eat from, you must try to please that person. Because if they say, out, <laughs> your life has changed. Do you see, anybody that you live with, and it's not your house, you must try to always please that person. It's not true. Because if they say, out, where are you going to stay? Out. They say out. You go out. Do you see that? So we have tried to please people before. We've, some of us have tried to please the opposite sex, a girl, in order to win her heart. Huh? Try to make the person happy. What can I buy you? You don't have shoe, but you buy the person's shoe. You don't have credit, but the person must have credit in their devices. Am I talking to someone prophetically now? Do you see? It's real. It's a real thing. Some of us are also trying to please different kinds of people. But God is also someone and the most important person to please. To please someone is to make the person happy. To please someone is to impress the person. When you say impress, what do you mean? It's like you make the person look at you and give a good nod and say, hmm, well done. Have you ever done something before and somebody said, well done? Have you? Hello? I want answers. I don't like silence, please. When I ask a question, nobody should be silent like, oh, should I speak a different language? I can speak French, if you like. So, have you, has somebody ever looked at something you did before and said, well done? Yes. Yes? Yes. You? Yes or no? Ah, take your time, more. Huh? <laughs> before you go to the back. Now, so you see that we've always done things like, have you also done something and somebody said, no, bad job, you didn't do well? Have you done before? I think that one is more possible. (laughs) People say that one more. You didn't do it well. You didn't do it well. Yes. Do you know that when you don't do something well, then you've not done it at all? When you've not done something well, then you've not done it at all. So without faith, It is impossible to please God. That means that when we come to God without faith, we cannot have God's word fulfilled. So faith must be the most important thing in the word of God. How many of you want something from God? Something from God. If I were to ask you, what do you want from God? What would you say? What do you want from God? Just say one thing. You want what? You want more of his presence. What do you want from God? A new job. What do you want from God? Money. What do you want from God? Money. What do you want from God? You need wisdom. What do you want from God? You need God. What do you want from God? You want to know God's ways. You see, all of us, we all want something from God. Some of us want physical things. Some of us also want what? Spiritual things. But how can we access these things? How do we access, how do we even get what God can give to us? How can we? Is it possible 
Is it possible that what you have asked for, you will get it? Is it possible that what you have asked for, you will get it? The Bible says, for with God, nothing is impossible. Say nothing is impossible. Nothing is possible. So, so you mean if everything is possible, then it is also possible that what I am asking, I can have it. Is it true? Yes. So you mean, you mean you can have finances, and you can have finances, and you can have finances. A job is finances, and you can have his presence. Do you see that? Wow. And you can have wisdom. We all want so many things, but the only way to any of these things is what? Faith. Say faith. Faith. Faith is not a feeling. You can. Faith is not when everything is happening good for you. A man can be poor and be a friend of God. Faith is not when you are healthy and well. A man can be sick and be a friend of God. Job was sick. Wasn't Job sick? He was sick and he was a friend of God. Do you see that? Yeah, Job was sick and he was a friend of God. John the Baptist was poor. But he was a friend of God. He wore animal skin. How many of you have worn animal skin before? Raw one. You just killed the animal and said we are in it. You've won one before? Have you won before? Have you won before? All oh, on your feet. You wore a rabbit. <laughs> so, so she wore a rabbit on her feet. But you didn't wear it forever. But this man, for most of his life, he wore animal skin. Do you think it was a comfortable cloth to wear? I don't think it was comfortable. Yes. Some of us are wearing processed animal skin as clothes or as belts, or as shoes. And it's not so comfortable. The best dressing is when you have no clothes. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't wear it outside. You can't be naked outside. Do you see? John was so poor. The Bible also says that he lived in the, in the desert. Have you lived in a desert before? Have you lived in a desert before? Yes, I've lived in a desert before. Don't be ashamed. Yes, no, you're not. You're new. You have anything you have seen, we've seen. Don't worry. Don't feel bad. I've lived in a desert. Yes, I've slept in a desert. I've slept in a forest. It's not a problem. We are okay with it. The only thing I've not slept on is underwater. <laughs> so it's okay. All right. Yes, faith. Now, where else? What else was he eating? He was eating locusts. And wild honey. Do you know what wild honey means? Meaning that he would see the bees, the beehive, and then he would pick honey from the beehive and probably run for his life. Then after the bees have left, he will eat it. Unprocessed, unmade, uncooked. What an interesting meal. Have you ever tried eating a grasshopper before? Do you know grasshopper? Cricket, praying mantis. Huh? Or let's even go to the most normal thing. Have you eaten an ant before? Yes, you've eaten sugar ants. Yes, you've, we've, almost all of us have eaten sugar ants by the grace of God. 
right? But have you picked up an ant? It was alive, and then you dipped it in sugar, and you ate the ants before. How do you think it would taste? Those big black ants. Would they taste very nutritious? Who knows? You may never know. We may be talking about the cure for HIV right now. <laughs> but what I know is that there was a man who was that poor and was a friend of God. Your condition does not mean that you are far from God. Your condition does not mean that you can be far from God. It is not when God blesses you with money, a job, a car, a nice house, good clothes, that you have become close to God. Amen. Amen. Yes. So what then is faith? Because only faith pleases God. If you came and gave an offering to God of $100,000, God will still not be pleased with you. And if you came and gave $1, God will still not be pleased with you. What pleases God is faith. What pleases God is what? Faith. Who is God? God is a spirit. Who is God? God is the creator of everything. God is the creator of what? Of everything. God made everything. All the material things you want are made by him. The Bible says there was nothing that is made that was not made by him in John chapter 1 verse 3. Do you see that? So if everything is made by God, if a car, if a car, though men designed it, but all the things they used to make the car was made by God. The iron, man didn't create iron. Man has never made iron before. Man goes to dig the earth to find iron. Who placed the iron there? God. God. God placed the iron there. Money, cash, is made from trees. It's made from trees. Who, who created trees? God. We only plant seeds, but the person who created seeds is God. Now, think about it. If you, if you spend your life living for the material things and trying to please the material things and the created things instead of the creator, are you not the one to blame yourself? Faith then must be the most important thing to have. Faith is the most important thing to have. You can have money and not have peace. In fact, one way that you know that you don't have peace, look, look up. Why do you always like looking down? I'm here. One way that you know you don't have peace is when you receive even small money and the next thing you start thinking is... When would the next one come? Is anybody that has ever thought like that before? The moment small money comes to you and the next thing you are thinking is, when will the next one come? You don't have peace. You don't have peace of mind. That means God didn't bless you with that money. Because he did not come from faith. You blessed yourself. And man can find his way by struggling. But you see, you think that it's only rich people that don't have peace of mind when they don't have money. You too. You too. That you don't have money yet, yet you don't have peace. 
instead of you to be happy, to be glad, to be full of blessings and glory, and to do good to others, and to give God thanks with your, with your money, and to give to the poor, and to give to the needy. But the next thing you say once the money comes is, hey, as I'm looking at this money, it has finished. Have you, I've seen someone like that. The moment money arrives in his hand, you see this money, as I'm looking at it, it has finished. Somebody receives a salary and still borrows money. So, with whatever you have, you will still not be grateful. God didn't give it to you. Because when God blesses you, it comes with peace. It was not God that blessed it. And that's because you don't understand and you don't have faith. God cannot be pleased without faith. Say it. God cannot be pleased without faith. How many of you think you need to have faith? Now, if I were to ask you the real question, another, another question now. This time, I'll ask you again. What do you need from God? What do you need? 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 Faith. Wisdom. It takes faith to even have wisdom. So we are still blessing God for that. Faith. With faith. With faith. Everything you are looking for is at the promise of God. What has God made available? God has made everything available through his word. And we can only receive what God has made through faith. So if you don't have faith, you're wasting your time. You can pray for a long time. And because you don't have faith, your prayers are wasted. How do you know you don't have faith? When you pray. When your prayers... When... Should I tell you how you know you have faith? You don't have faith? Do you want to really know? Yes, sir. Okay. Did you pray this morning? If you are thinking, the answer is no. Did you pray this morning? Did you pray with faith? No. Did you pray this morning? Yes. Did you pray with faith? Yes. How do you know you prayed with faith? Stand up. Stand up. Because I believed. Because you believed. Praise the Lord. Okay, sit down. Did you pray this morning? No? And you see, and you want money. Did Did you pray this morning? No, and you want wisdom. Did you pray this morning? How do you know you prayed by faith? Did you pray by, did you pray with faith? Stand up. How do you know you prayed with faith? With what? With the word of God. Wow. Sit down. Did you pray this morning? Did you pray with faith? How do you know you prayed with faith? Praise the Lord. Now, should I tell you how you know you prayed with faith? Did God talk back to you? Thank you for your silence. Because prayer is Talking to God and God talking to you. If you pray with faith, God will answer. What does answer mean? Answer means somebody telling you something. See, he says, this is how we know that he hears us. If somebody heard you, don't they say I've heard? Hello, 
Is God a deaf and dumb? D and D. But God heals the deaf and the dumb. We've seen it in our miracle meetings. God heals the deaf and the dumb. So God himself is not deaf and dumb. The Bible says, my ears are not short that I cannot hear you. Neither are my arms too short that I cannot reach you. But your sin. What is your sin? Your sin is the sin of unbelief. No faith. If you had faith, you would hear. God always talks back to you when you talk to him. So, did you hear him talk back to you? He talked back to you, then you prayed with faith. Did he talk back to you? Then you prayed with faith. Did he talk back to you? Then you prayed with faith. So the way you know you prayed with faith is not that you went and you said, Father, in Jesus' name, then you finish and then you stand up and say, Amen. That was not faith. That was not faith. God was not pleased because if he was pleased, he would have answered. Amen. Amen. Let's clap for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Yes, that's how you that's how it is. God must be pleased right now. Right now. Are you here in faith? Are you here in faith? Faith is a matter of the heart. What's going on in your heart while you are sitting down? Are you thinking of after the meeting? Are you thinking of anything outside God? Are you thinking of another maybe you're even thinking, I like that guy's shoe. Are you thinking, I like the way that person is dressed? Oh, I didn't dress well enough. Oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. You don't have faith. Because faith is a matter of the heart. Faith comes from your heart. Faith doesn't come from how you are dressing, even though a good dressing is a blessing. But John the Baptist didn't wear good clothes and he had faith. I think that it is better to not have good clothes and to have faith. I think it is better. Because if a man has the whole world and loses his soul, it's a waste. You have wasted your life. That's why we find ourselves pursuing physical things. Because you are carnal. You don't have a heart for God. And because you don't have a heart for God, you can't seek the kingdom of God. Because it takes faith to seek the kingdom of God. So you seek money. You seek a house. You seek everything else. We come to God for the things God made, but we don't come to God for God. Hebrews 11.6 that we just read says that he that comes to God must believe he is. Come to me for me if you have faith. Come to God for God's sake. If you have faith. Come to God for what? For God's sake. If you have faith. Come for money. We come for miracles. We come for blessing. But we don't come for God. So what are you worshipping? You are an idol worshipper. You worship money. You worship salaries. You worship good positions. You worship a nice job. You worship girls. You worship business opportunities. But you don't worship God. 
because there is no faith in your heart. See why I say this is very important? But the question is, what is faith? Now we read Romans 1 verse 17. It says, because the, um, it says, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. If I tell you what faith is, this is, this is the absolute meaning of faith. If I ask all of you, what is faith? You will say, you will quote the Bible to me. You will say, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yes. You say, that is what the Bible says, faith is. We have defined faith. But now you can't make it practical to help your life. But you can't make it practical to help your life. If you had faith, you would not be in the condition you're in. If you had faith, people around you will see the results of your faith because they will be in your church, they will be blessed, they will be happy. They will be receiving good miracles from God when you, when you are around. If you had faith, it will show in your behavior, in your character, in your attitude, your lifestyle. It will show in the kind of words you speak. It will show in how you dress. It will show in how you relate with people. If you had faith, if you had faith, God's word will be the standard for your life. Tell your neighbor if you had faith. If you had faith. God's word. God's word. Who's telling him? If you had faith. God's word will be the standard for your life. Say to yourself, if I had faith, God's word would be the standard for my life. Amen. If you had faith. Jesus said to the man, he said, only believe. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of faith. Wisdom is a matter of faith. So you can't seek the kingdom of God. You pursue things. You pursue things. You go for this. But you see, the more you go for it, the more you find out you are getting older. You are getting older. You are getting older. And the thing is going far. The thing is going far. The thing is going far. You're in your 20s. You're in your 30s. Before you know, 40s. Before you know, 50. And that thing you were pursuing never came because you don't have faith. You only know how to pursue things the way that all men pursue things. And look, almost everybody in the world is poor. Almost everybody in the world is poor. How many people do you know that are rich? And how many people who are rich do you know that have enduring riches? Riches that continue after them. Today they are rich. Tomorrow they are poor. Most of you, that's the testimony you have from the family you come from. It is always a story like this. When I was younger, things were better. 
when I was younger, things were better. So you have seen that the way your parents tried, the way your family tried, the way your uncle tried, the way your friend tried, it didn't work. But you, in the same wisdom, have decided to go the same way. Do you think it will work? Let us sing this song. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I've decided to follow Jesus. You must start deciding. All the things you are doing are not working. And they will never work because people have come like you. They have died trying. You will also die trying. You die trying. When a man is poor and does not know how to follow God, any means that he gets what he wants, he will follow it, whether it is good or bad. That's how Satan uses your situation to communicate with you. Satan will use your situation, your condition to talk to you, to speak to you. You don't know that at the end of the promise of God is faith. Is faith hard? Is faith difficult? For with God, all things are possible. For with God, all things are possible. God has taken people from nothing. People from nothing. Almost everybody in God who is experiencing something was taken from nothing. Let's even, let's even start with Adam. Adam was made out of dust. What is your condition? Did you come out of the ground? You didn't come out of the ground. You came out of a womb. But Adam came out of the ground. He came out of the ground. He had no cousins, no relatives, no brothers, no sisters, no help, no house. He was living in open air. And he was even clothless. But he had faith. He had faith. Ask your neighbor, what is your condition? What is your condition? <coughs> have faith. Have faith. What is your condition? What is your condition? Have faith. Have faith. If you had faith, you will do what Jesus told us to do. You will do what Jesus told us to do. All the things you are trying, all the things you are trying, they are the things bringing a labor to your soul. Your soul is labored. You don't have peace. Your labor does not bring peace. Your labor comes with heaviness, struggles, and sorrows. That's why I said a man can be poor and be a friend of God. Amen. Amen. Ask your neighbor again. What is your condition? What is your condition? Ask the person, won't you have faith? What did the person say? You need answers. Get an answer from the person. Yeah. Yeah. I will have faith every day. I will keep having faith. I will have faith. 
If you say you have faith, then why are you seeking what you are seeking? People who have faith don't seek what they are seeking. Who have faith don't seek money. People who have faith don't seek money. So don't say you have faith. You don't have faith. People who have faith don't seek money. People who have faith don't seek jobs. People who have faith don't seek more of this world. They seek the kingdom and everything is added to them. So you don't have faith. You have religion. You have religious faith. And God wants to teach us what original faith is. Wouldn't you like to learn? Because people who have faith don't seek material things. People who have faith don't seek material things. There is a thing that if you possess that thing, it will bring all the other things to you. Wouldn't you like to have that? I think you will. Faith. So what is faith? Faith is trust. And trust is faith. What did I say? Faith is trust. Again? I can't hear everybody. Faith is trust. And trust is faith. Faith is what? Trust. And trust is what? Faith. Trust. This is all that faith is. This is all that faith is. If you trusted God, look what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. He says, all the things you are looking for, your father knows that you have need of them. Is God stupid? Is God foolish? Even if you think God is foolish, you are the foolish person. And even though you think God is foolish, the Bible says that the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. So you you say, but God is all wise. At least he's wiser than you. And God is real. God is real. Faith. Say faith. faith. Faith is trust and trust is faith. How many of you have somebody that you trust? Or are you the kind of person that says, I trust nobody in this life. Trust no man. How many of you trust somebody in this world? Okay. You trust somebody? How did you trust them? Not why, how. Okay, but why? Go on, tell us. Stand up. When I ask you a question, stand up. Themselves over time. Okay. Huh? Yeah? How did you trust somebody or why? Sit down. By believing in the person. Something made it happen. Okay, the reason why. Faithful. <laughs> From track record. All right. What about you? The person is. Uh, person has proven. Yes, they've proven themselves. Okay. What about you? You what? You hope. The, okay. 
What about you? That's not realistic. That's not true. That's a lie. It's not possible to trust someone because they, they have good intentions for you. No. Trust is something practical. You can't trust someone for, in, okay, so the government wants, wants every street in Edo to have, or in any country, in Bradsville, Bradsford, anywhere. And the government says, we want everybody to have jobs. That's why you trust them, because of good intentions. No, that's not realistic. Tell us practically, how did you trust someone? Don't you trust someone? What is the practical way you trusted the person? They've done things and made you know that they can be trusted. So it's more than intention. Yes. Because of track record. So you trust nobody. Wow. Tell us, stand up. Stand up. What makes you trust nobody? People have disappointed you a lot. People have hurt you a lot. People have done many bad things. A lot. All right. Now, I'm going to see you after now. Now, let us look at this. Trust is the same. Trust is created by relationship. The closer you are to someone, the more you can trust them. Is it not true? You can't trust someone fully if you're not very close to them. You can respect them. You can honor them. You can value them. But trust takes closeness. It takes knowing a person. For example, you can say, I know that this person, if everybody says this about me, this person will not say this about me. I know that if everybody leaves me, this person will not leave me. I know that if everybody does this, this person will not do that. Or if everybody doesn't do this, this person will do that. Is it not because of a relationship? It, it takes a relationship. Faith is trust and trust is faith. Now, look at this. Look at this. Have you ever trusted someone before who, when you trusted the person and you believed in the person, but the person said, I'm going, I'll come back. I'm going, I'll come back. And you told the person, buy something for me. And the person said, okay. Then somebody said to you, won't you tell the person what to buy? And then you say, I trust him. He knows what to buy. She knows what to buy. How did that happen? It happened not because you're a prophet. It's not because you're a prophet. It's because you have known the person over a period of time. And you now know that the person knows what you want. The person knows the kind of things you like. That the person will not give you stone when you ask for bread. And the person will not give you a snake when you ask for meat. You know. You know. Trust is faith. And faith is trust. If you trusted God when you ask for things and they didn't happen, you will still be happy. You will still be glad. 
you will still rejoice. You will still be faithful. You will still tell people about him. You will still go about announcing the gospel of Jesus Christ if you really trusted God. Or you don't trust God because you don't have faith in him. If you really trusted God, if you really had faith in God, and God didn't give you a shoe, you will still be happy. You will still be glad. You will still be faithful. You will still do his work. You will still be happy. You will still give. You will still go about announcing his goodness. Why? Because you trust someone. Because you trust someone. Because you will know that what you ask for may be good, but you can trust that it may not be good for this time. And the person knows what is best for you. As young people, as you were growing up with your parents, do you know it was when we were growing older that we stopped trusting our parents? When you were younger, you trusted your parents a lot. Is it not true? It's true. If they told you when you were young, I'm coming back, I'll buy you. Yay! You started jumping about, woohoo, it's coming! Then, let us assume that they came back and they didn't buy it. A hug will be enough. But, as you started getting older, what happened was this. A hug was no more enough. You started saying, I asked for suya. You didn't buy. You're coming to laugh at me. I asked for a shoe. You didn't give me. I asked for money. You didn't give me. But now, this your father has given you clothes from the day you were born until that day. He has proven that he can take care of you. You are still under his house, but you don't trust him anymore. That's why some of you have bad relationships with your family. Because you don't know what trust is. It's relationship. Relationship is trust. Faith is trust. And trust is faith. Trust God. God said in his word, he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Think about it. When Daniel was being thrown into the lion's den, do you think that if you were him, what would you have said? But God, I was praying in faith. I was praying in faith. I, oh God. But Daniel knew that God will not leave him alone. And that if God so chose that he should be eaten by a lion, then God had better plans for him. How do you react? Father, in Jesus' name, let there be no rain. You pray that there should be no rain. Then you went out and it started raining. Say, hey, God, does God even answer prayers? God, please help me. There's this thing I'm going through. Please help me. I want to leave the country. I want to leave the country. I want to leave the country. Do you trust God? Where are you going? What do you know? What do you have? You think you... Oh, you don't trust God. Your faith is not in God. Your faith is in material things. And you have called material things your God. So there is no power of God flowing through your life. If you have faith, what's going on in your heart right now as I'm talking to you? Are you praying to God? 
in your mind and saying, God, give me more faith. Let me know your faith more. More of you and less of me. But I know what's, what may be going on in some of your hearts. You are just thinking. Thoughts are coming up and down in your mind. You might even be thinking of the car that is passing by. And be thinking, why is this place hot? And, and why, why, why is this not this? And you are thinking, because you don't have faith. If you have faith, you will not think too much. Matthew chapter 6, verse 28 says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thoughts for what you will eat, for what you will wear, or for where you will sleep. Tomorrow will think for itself. You are thinking tomorrow's thoughts today. You are taking control of the things that you have no power over. If you had faith, you wouldn't be thinking as you think. If you have faith, you wouldn't be anxious. I know that you would live a short life because of the way you don't have faith. Because faithlessness is the reason for death. You live a life trying to be in control of the things that God is supposed to be producing for your life. Faith. Faith is necessary. You don't have a relationship with God. That's why when, it, when someone says, Oh, did you have your morning devotion? Did you read your Bible? Did you pray? Did you do this? Oh, you can even smile and say, I didn't do it. You are smiling. You're supposed to be crying. <laughs> you, are, you are happy. Because you have no relationship with God. How can you be blessed? When the thing that blesses people is what you avoid. How can you be changed when the thing that changes people is what you run away from? You rather watch movies than listen to the word of God. You need someone to pursue you. You will come very late. If you love the word of God, you will actually be around one hour before the time because you love God. Because you have faith. You have faith. You have faith in his word. You have faith in his word. How many people have struggled like you? How many people have suffered like you? Oh, I've suffered. Oh, you don't know what I've been through. Oh, you don't know where I've been. Hello, people have done this and I've done this and I've done that to me. You are not the only one. And you are not the worst. Tell your neighbor, have faith. You are not the only one. And you are not the worst. You are not the only one. Say, I am not the only one. Again. Again. And I am not the worst. Yes. You, you see... When you think things are very bad for you, look around you. When you think things are very bad for you, look around you. And when you look around you, then you will see how blessed you are. But because you don't have faith, you can't be thankful. 
And because you don't have faith, you can't be faithful with the little God gives you to prove your faith. If you trusted God, if you had faith in God, do you know that you will know that what you are, where you are right now, is a test? You will know. It's a test of faithfulness. It's a test of your obedience. It's a test. As you are now, when you don't have anything, you can't even tell people about Jesus. When you have something, how will you be? You will not come to church again. You know why you won't come to church again? Because you are only in church until God answers your prayers. And God does not answer the prayer of a deceiver. You're a deceiver in the house of God. You're a deceiver. You're not a Christian. You're not a real Christian. You you haven't given your heart really to Jesus Christ. God to you is like Shongo. All you need is for him to give you what you want. Once he gives you what you want, then you will leave him alone. God, the Bible says that he is the one that tests the heart. What you are when we don't see you, that's what you really are. What's your heart telling you that you are? What's your heart telling you that you are? Or are you trying to preach to your heart and say, I am the righteousness? What is your heart telling you that you are? You are what your heart is telling you right now. Without faith. Salvation is by faith. Healing is by faith. Miracles are by faith. Abraham was living with his father as an old man. Some of you say, oh, uh, you see somebody, if you see somebody living with his father when he's 50, what will you say? 50. 50 years old, still living in your father's house. What will you say to him? What kind of human being is this? Wouldn't you say he's, he's not a successful person? He's not a good person? Or he doesn't think, he doesn't know how to do anything in life? How can he just be staying in his father's house? Abraham stayed with his father until he was 75. How old then was his father? <laughs> if, he, if he was 75, how old was his father? Think about it. But at 75, he had faith. And between it just took 25 years. And he became a blessed person. He became a blessed person. It was faith. It wasn't his father. You are thinking, if you had a better family, if only you had someone to sponsor you, if only you had somebody to give you, just say, oh, if only there will be somebody who will be giving me 500 a day, dollars, pounds, whatever it is. Oh, if only there was somebody who would sponsor me. Oh, if only there was someone who would believe in me. You don't need the crowd. God believes in you if you have faith. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Is that how you're clapping for him? Amen. Say, God believes in me. God believes in me. Because of my faith. Because of my faith. If you believe in God, he believes in you too. If you believe in God, he believes in you. That's why the Bible says this is the condemnation that men do not believe. Meaning that if you don't believe in him, then he also does not believe in you. 
Let me tell you something. Look at me, everybody. Look at me. If you don't like me, I want you to know that I don't also like you. I love you, but I don't like you. Any feeling you are having when you see someone, the person is feeling that thing about you too. It's a secret about life. If you have not grown up and you have, if you have not experienced a lot of things, you will not know. You think maybe you are holding it in. The person is also holding it in for you too. You think it's only you? This guy, guy, guy. Anytime I see him, he makes my body some. You make his body somehow too. One, one draw. One, one draw. Every time I see my body is pinching me, slap, slap. The person wants to even shoot you. You are making the person feel somehow, and you are thinking that you are alone. That's how God is. If you are ashamed of Him before people, He will be ashamed of you in before God. Jesus said so. If you don't believe in God, He does not believe in you. What are we going to do with the Word of God? You want more results than have more relationship with God. The Bible says what? Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That means come close to God. How much faith do you want? The question is how close do you want to be? In my life, I know that when people are close to me, that's when I do more things for them. I only do good things to people who are not close to me because of love, because of obedience. There are people who don't talk to me, but they feel like they are close to me because they are around me. But when somebody is close to me, when somebody is dear to me, when somebody is always around me, I will give my whole self for the person. But when someone is not close to me, when I do you good, I do you good because of God. I don't do you good because of you. I don't do you good because you're a nice person. I don't give you anything because you're a good person. I give you because God says give. And I say, oh, he's a poor person, let me give. She's a poor person, let me give. But when you are close, there's a difference. Come close to God. Come close to God. Stop being a worldly Christian. I have sleepless nights when I think about the way Christianity is going. I have sleepless nights. The way you think about God, the way you think about life, the way you think about the things of God, you have no honor for God in your heart. That's why evil spirits can torment you. Because you are not a real genuine Christian in your heart. You want to look like the world. You want to talk like the world. You want to make your hair like the world. You want to smile like the world. You want to smell like the world. You want to behave like the world. What part of you has faith? What part of you has faith? What part of you? Is faith is from your heart. What is in your heart? Deuteronomy chapter 8. Open your Bibles. Are you being blessed? Yes, Everybody stand to your feet. Open Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let's sing this song together. While you, while you are opening it, be opening it and be singing. Deuteronomy is far in front. Let's check after Leviticus. You should see it. Oh, to Jesus. Chapter 8. I surrender. Oh, 
to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender if you had faith, you will confess your faith. You will not be confessing your problems. You will not be worried about anything. You will not be worried about what's going to happen to you tomorrow. What's going to happen to you next week. What's going to happen to you next month. If you had faith. If you had faith, you will know that everything is for your victory. You know that everything is working together for your good. If you had See, that's why God is not pleased with our offerings. God is not, is not, is only pleased because of the blood of Jesus. But what you are doing doesn't please him, doesn't impress him. Why can't God be personally impressed with you? Why should he only be impressed because of what Jesus did for you? Your faith can also impress God. Your faith can also impress God. This is your part to play. This is your part to do. This is your part. Oh, God likes me because of Jesus Christ. Can he now like you because of what you are acting on? Because you are acting on his word? Now, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let us look at verse 22. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 22. Somebody read. Quickly, don't waste time. I want the King James. There's no 22? Is that so? Okay. Then let me read it myself. Oh, oh yeah. I was thinking of 28. Now, but let's look at verse chapter 8. Hmm. Verse 1 to verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 to verse 3. Let's read it to. Who is there? Somebody read. King James. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may eat and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto you. Stop there. Do you see that? All the commandments, that is, to obey the word of God is how God blesses you and causes you to have possessions, to inherit blessings. Obedience. Obedience is only possible by faith. Abraham obeyed by faith. Abraham didn't obey because someone commanded him. Abraham didn't obey because a voice spoke to him from heaven. Abraham obeyed because of faith. Continue. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Look at that. Do you see that? All the way that God has been leading your life. Tell, say, say God is leading me. Say to your neighbor, let God lead. Let God lead. 
all the way that God has been leading. If you are not a Christian, God is not leading your life. You have been leading your life by yourself. Even when you are a weak baby Christian, God is still helping you. God is still trying to direct you. There is no... You may be seated, please. There is no father and there is no mother who gives you everything you ask for. Have you ever had a parent like that? Have you ever had a friend like that? Are you like that? Do you give people everything they ask for? You don't even give offerings when they ask you to give offerings. So you don't give what what is always asked of you. If God is a father, why do you expect him to give you everything? Do you think you're always asking for the right things? When your heart is not full of faith, when your heart, your will is not submitting to God, you're always asking for things that make you look like you are better than another person. That's why you want money. That's why you want things. To be better than someone else. To tell them, I have finally made it. To tell your enemies, am I not there now? Did I not arrive? Did I not get there? All of you looking down on me, look at me. You want to wear the kind of shoe that when you come, they start singing, shine, shine, oh. the next leg, shine, shine. Oh. That's, that's the kind of shoe you want to wear. You want to wear the kind of clothes that when they look at you, they don't see Jesus, they see how fine you are. See how rich you are. You see how beautiful you are. You don't have faith. God said in his word, he said, I have been passing you. God is passing you through a journey. Look, life is not a race. Life is a long journey. Life is not a race. Life is a long journey. Some of us will leave this journey before some of us. Not everybody here will stay together for a long time. Some of us will leave this world before others. Some of us are only here for a short time. Your journey was destined to be short. Every time I look at people, I say, Oh God, how long do I have to be friends with this person? What are you waiting for? You will not do the will of God. You will not preach the gospel to people. You're always ashamed. You live in secrets. You have so many hidden evils. That's why you run from God. Because if you had faith, if you had faith, you will come to God in the open and say, this is who I am. But you have secrets. So many things we don't know. So many things that only by the prophecy of God can people know who you really are. The things that are really in your heart and the things you really do. You don't trust God because you don't know that life is a journey. Say life is a journey. Life is a journey. It's a long life is a long journey. It's a it's too long for you not to preach the gospel to people because all those people they're the people who will become a blessing to your life. The person you bring to church, that person is a person that will eventually be a blessing to your life. I've not really been around this last two years because of the travels around the world that I've been doing. And I want to tell you the same thing. <clears throat> God didn't make life alone. You, you can't live on your own terms. You can't live life the way you want and have what God gives to you. 
Who are you? Did you make yourself? You didn't make yourself. How many of you have had a phone that it has it will have touch problems when you touch it? Maybe you touch this, it opens another place or it does something else. Have you ever had a, had a phone problem like that? That's, don't, don't you get angry? You feel like breaking the phone. That's how you are. You are like a phone that is thinking for itself. You want to type, please, I'm coming. The phone writes, I love you. Marry me today. <laughs> ah! Or you just, somebody is calling you, you pick the call. They say, ah, you sent me a message. Would you marry me? I'm desperate for you. He said, me, go for me. He said, boy, you sent it. Look at this message. And the lady is shouting, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Are you, hey, I, I didn't. Now, how do you explain to the lady, I didn't say I love you? Because your phone is thinking for itself. Can the thing made say unto the maker, why have you made me this way? Can you choose your destiny for God? That if God chooses that you will suffer this thing, you will go through this thing, you will pass through this problem, you will pass through this challenge, you will go through this. It is for your faith. You are trying to choose for God who you will be. That's why you are choosing when to serve God and how to serve God and how to be faithful to God and how to love Him. You don't have faith. This is the secret of faith, I'm telling you. He said, God passed you through this to humble you. How many of you think you are proud? If you don't think you are proud, you are proud. Humble people think they are proud. Just as intelligent people think they are not intelligent. Do you understand? A real intelligent... Look, people who are not intelligent there, when you see someone, you say, I, I, I too get sense. Just know he doesn't have sense. Anybody say, I'm so smart. I'm smart to death. <laughs> it's actually a psychological thing. In psychology, it's like that. When a person is successful, they usually don't think they are successful. Once a person who is successful or succeeding recognizes his success, he fails. He begins to go down. Be, the, Bible says, the Bible says, be not wise in your own eye. Don't be wise in your eye. Don't be humble in your eye. Otherwise, you are already proud. Don't think you are something. Otherwise, you are nothing. Jesus Christ was very good. But when somebody called him good master, he said, don't call me good. Nobody is good. You, you are not the humble one. You are not the humble one. We are all walking in Christ's redemption. We can only be humble when we see through Christ, not ourselves, Humility is not when you dress simple. But if you are humble, you will dress simple. Do you understand? Hello? Humility is not dressing simple. Come, my brother, stand. Now look at this handsome dressing. This is not humility, but it's very fine. But if he is humble, he will also dress like this. Let's clap for him. Tell you something. Let me tell you something. Next time, when I until I tell you to go, don't go. Okay. Now look at this. Let me tell you something. Do you know that the proudest people wear the loftiest dresses? 
and they are usually the poorest people. Do you know? Yes. Today is Sunday. Go to either the mall or to the movie place or to this place. What's the name? Nadia. And sit down there and look at the boys who come with scattered hair and look at their shoes and look at how they dress. If you look carefully, you see something. They are actually people with backgrounds of poverty. All poor children who have, maybe most of them have only had what they have from crimes and evil which God has heaped on them. But the people who came from a background of prosperity, they're usually not like that. I know. I won't say too much, but I know. When somebody came from a background of prosperity, there's a way they dress. Because you've seen it all. God is passing you through this to humble you. If God thought you were humble, he wouldn't be humbling you. Yes. How many of you think you are proud? If God thought that you were humble, he wouldn't be humbling you. He won't be passing you through what you are going through. He won't be passing you through the... Some of you, God passed you through the family. You are destined for greatness. All of you are destined for greatness. But God passed you through a very bad family situation to humble you. And still you are proud. Still, he found it difficult to break you. He put you into a humble country. Humble background. Humble everything. But still you are proud. God is thinking, what else can I do to this person? What else? How else can I train this person to become all that I want him to be? The clay is fighting the clay maker. The pottery is fighting the potter. Praise the Lord. Have faith. So God passed you through all these things just to humble you. Will you learn the lesson of humility? Won't you be humble quickly? Be humble. Be humble. Oh Lord, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Why do you think you deserve money? Why do you think you deserve good things? Why do you think so? You're proud. Why do you think so? Oh, because I'm a Christian. Oh, so the other person who is a Christian who doesn't have it doesn't deserve it. You are the one who deserves it. You're proud. You think you are better than the next person. You think you are better than the next man. Your knowledge of the word of God has made you proud. Because I know who I am. You are proud. Why do you think that you deserve something? Say because of God's will. Not because you deserve it. Not because it's all grace. Say it's grace. grace. Say to your neighbor it is grace. And say grace is the gift of God. Again. Let's clap for God's grace. Amen. Is it not beautiful? Faith is trust. And trust is faith. If you start having a relationship, your relationship with God. And how do you grow your relationship with God? Not 
by not just by praying and studying the word of God and reading your Bible, but by obedience. Knowledge is not the key. Obedience is. Do you remember that song? There's a song that children uh, used to sing. Okay, I sang as a child. I don't know about your church. It says, obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. O B E D I E N C O B E D I E N C Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Obedience is the best way. Obedience is the best way. It's not by mouth. Have you ever seen someone say, look, so I've asked, have you ever looked at someone who came to you and said, look, if I get angry, I'll buy you a phone. What do you tell the person? Stop being angry. Buy the phone. God doesn't make mouth. God doesn't make mouth. The word of God has been proven and tried. Whether it works for you or not doesn't change God's feelings. That's why God is not bothered by you. You think God is bothered by your condition and God is crying and God is sad? It has been working for billions of people before you were born. Before you were born, it's been working. After you die, it will keep working. You don't have faith. And think that God is going to be, oh, what can I do for him? God is not thinking what he can do for you. It is finished. Clap for Jesus. <clears throat> Are you blessed by what you heard today? Are you sure you were blessed? Wow. God bless you for listening to this anointed sermon of Teacher Tonya today. We are excited and would love to hear from you. Kindly share your questions, prayer needs, and praise reports about how this sermon has blessed you, no matter how brief, via our email address at plefan at gmail.com. That is P-L-E-F-A-N at gmail.com. Kindly subscribe and share so the name of Jesus can go far and wide through this ministry. And until next time, God bless you.